I don't know. Tyler. Sean. Well, I was going to ask how it was going, but I think you answered that question. It's, uh, I had my coffee on the toilet today. That's how it's going. It sounds like you're still on the toilet. Actually, I just got up. Uh, okay. If you, if you just started recording a second ago, you got a part of me on the toilet. <clears throat> okay, well then, in that case, um, uh, if you literally just got up, I'll I'll answer the question first while you wipe. Um, uh, <clears throat> oh no, no, I wipe before I get up. But please continue. Okay. Um. Uh, well, then I guess I'll ask you first again. Then, what are you drinking? Well, I just told you, but it's coffee. Mm, okay, so I thought you said I, you had your coffee while you're on the toilet. It's still, still yes. Mm. It, it, it's 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 I'm, I'm having coffee. It, it's I've I how many I don't know how many weeks in a row, I've gone with just having coffee on this on this thing. But I, I just I don't know I I don't I don't ever feel like it in the morning anymore. So just lots of coffee. Well, and you? Well, I am um uh, uh here in a few hours. Uh, like four and a half hours uh, I'm going to be selling bodily fluids um, uh, <clears throat> to somebody and they said no caffeine uh, for four to six hours before and no uh, alcohol for six to twelve hours before uh, and then they also said, and also please drink lots of fluids besides. So I am drinking water. I, I'm trying to think of what fluids you could possibly be donating because I've never heard anyone tell me that for donating blood. Mm -hmm. It's, well, it, 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 it is actually plasma. So they're actually, all they're doing is pulling the water out of my blood, basically. Oh, well, if it's just plasma, that's different. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Well, I, I'm doing it because, um, uh, primarily because no one's subscribed to our Patreon yet. And, um, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the two main reasons, uh, for why they haven't done that, uh, the first one is because they don't particularly want to, and the second reason is because we don't have one. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Just holding people borderline <laughs> hostage. Like, well, everyone listen to this thing. You've done so poorly in supporting us that you're not even required to do that. I'm forced to sell plasma. <laughs> well, there's there's actually the, the real reason is because they're doing some kind of special, like for the next month. And usually, uh, at my place, the the I I'm going to do this. You can get 120 bucks a week, which is still isn't awful. And I'm, uh, I'm I I may keep doing it afterwards. But now you're getting a uh, hundred to a hundred and thirty dollars per donation, which is twice a week. So That's quite a lot of money for plasma. Yeah, so I was like, I mean, yeah, I'll I'll do that. 
I'll, I'll I'll do that twice a week for a month. Yeah. You get it's it well I'd say that two of them towards the end of the month are only $95, so not over $100 all of them. But um uh <clears throat> uh Basically, it is at the end of the month, if you do twice a week for the whole month, at the end of the month, you've made $900. <laughs> I would probably go to Nate Plasma, too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, so it's um, it's great. <clears throat> oh. Anyway, subscribe to our OnlyFans. Yes. It's just a picture of a bunch of fans. See, mine is my picture of my OnlyFans. Mm. Uh, see, that's unfortunate for me because I have uh, three ceiling fans in my house. <clears throat> oh, poop, I do have ceiling fans. <clears throat> I have one fan, though. Mm. That makes sense. What on earth are we talking about today? I assume mm-hmm. we're talking about Lovecraft Untold. Ah, good. But I guess we didn't... I just realized we didn't actually specify that this morning. <clears throat> yeah. I was hoping you'd say that. Um, uh, uh, because our original schedule had us um, uh, doing book club this week, and I haven't read it. <laughs> well, I, well, we skipped We skipped an entire week. No one listening would know that, because we st- we had something some stuff backlogged, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we technically... We technically skipped things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, th- th- we're, we thought we'd go back and do another Lovecraft video game because it made sense to do another one. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about Lovecraft, anything Lovecraft in a while, and it's also been a while since we talked about games, and that's kind of kind of our shtick. Yeah, that's our intersection. Yeah. Don't say that. That's, a, that's <laughs> the intersection of Lovecraft and video games. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to keep saying it now that I know it bothers you. Mm-hmm. Well, just because it makes me think of intersectionality. Uh, which I hate. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's not where I was going. Ah. Uh, which which thing I hate, uh, to quote the Bible. Which, which thing I hate. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, the, um... <clears throat> I really like the game. Uh, and I figured we would kind of get more into talking about it uh, as the, uh... Uh, as as everything progressed, but I literally only made one note about the game, and it was on my first time playing it back. Uh, the date is September the twenty second, uh, which of course, as everyone knows, is um uh, Bilbo and Frodo's birthday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <clears throat> yeah, that's the most important of the uh, you know things mm-hmm. that happen on that date in our lives for sure. Oh, definitely. It, it certainly isn't our grandparents' anniversary by far. No, mm-hmm. no, that's. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, it's there. You're yeah. aware of it, but, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. But, um, uh, ow, it freaking hurt. Um, but, yeah, this this is literally the only um, uh, uh, note that I have for it, and that's this. The intro cutscene narrator sounds like the narrator for the laser collection. Wow. <laughs> it's the laser collection five. Um... Huh. I did not even think about that, but yeah, you're pretty spot on. <laughs> it's like it it it, de- it definitely has that um uh I have a friend who may be able to do a cool voice vibe to it. 
<laughs> that's the uh... well, that's that's the funny thing about mm-hmm. this about this game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how much you like looked into it before you you bought it or played it, but uh-huh. I mean I. I I, I did just a tiny bit, but that's only because like I'm I was on, I don't remember why I was on Steam. Mm-hmm. I was just on my Steam account and I saw that this <clears> game was like three bucks a piece or two bucks or whatever it was. So I bought like a copy for each of us just so we so we'd do this review. Mm-hmm. And I ended up reading into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny. Um because like the first one was kinda like that. It was like pretty low budget. Mm-hmm. Like nothing really spectacular, and then mm-hmm. it did so well that they made a sequel. And apparently, everyone hates the sequel. That's funny. <clears throat> like I just see so mm-hmm. many bad reviews for the sequel. Okay, and if you look at this, it's like it's well, you know, I, I need to start talking about this part of it because we should probably um, describe uh, the basics of the game first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I refuse to play the this style of game and not hold a roguelike because that's the way that I heard it the first time, and I don't feel like changing it now. It is. It is a roguelike. Well, well roguelike is what people keep telling me to call it when I call it roguelike, but whatever. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, that's stupid. Roguelite. Um, so, if, for those of you who aren't really aware, this is like a, the, a, a kind of a, a top-down view. Um, I, I think some of my favorite people used to refer to it as the God view. Um, you're you're playing a game in which you have a few characters that you get to use. If you're playing with a console, it's what you'd call the uh, dual stick shooter. So you have one stick for movement, one stick for aiming and firing whatever weapon you have. Um, This was part of that resurgence, however many years ago this was, where people were taking the the lower (coughs) bit, uh, like um, 32-bit style games, and then making them into something a little bit more. Um, so it still it feels endearing. It feels like an old school game, but it has so much more to do. So many more little details, larger areas, uh, a little bit better animations. So you still get that nostalgic feel, but you still have the vast majority of all the of all the um, nuances of a more modern game. So that's that's the makeup that that I took away from it. It's, it's part of that. It was part of that um, uh, 16-bit resurgence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of the tail. It's kind of the tail end of it, uh, but still, um, still part of it. Yeah, that, um, uh, it was also definitely made by between one and three dudes. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think exa- I think it was exactly three dudes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I also also just looked this up because I was curious. The difference between a roguelike and a roguelite, uh, and I think I also think that. Uh, so roguelite is just a play on roguelike, is, is what it is. So it's like it's it's basically, like effectively the same thing because you know because a you know, obviously there's you know I said there's only one rogue. It may have been like a rogue two, but I mean you know there's only one within the context of what I'm saying. You know what I mean by there's only one rogue, and so things that are similar to rogue that have some of the same elements, things like um. Uh, procedurally generated maps and permadeath and a few other things like that um uh, <clears throat> uh then you know keep keeps those aspects of rogue then it's a rogue like but then there but then some people uh had things like um uh uh 
so, so Rogue Light is almost like a joke title. Now people are taking it very people take, or take it very seriously, but it's more of a joke title because any game that's similar to another game is fair to say this game is similar to that game. You know, just like Souls likes. You know, there are so many Souls likes that feel almost nothing the same as Dark Souls. You know, um, uh, I really but, I don't want I don't want to get into this, but uh-huh. I am genuinely annoyed at the Souls like category mm-hmm. because like there's a few YouTubers that I follow that their main shtick um, is that they 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 popped off at the releases of certain Souls games. So, like, for Aggie, it was Dark Souls 3. For Mm -hmm. um, Pod, it was pretty much Elden Ring. And you have these people that, because of that, they play a lot of Souls-like games. And it's like, anything that has a sword, Mm -hmm. or anything that has, like, something that's similar to the bonfire concept, where you Mm -hmm. respawn at these, these, like, certain activated checkpoints, every single one of those games is a Souls-like now. It's so annoying. I don't want to go into it, but it does make me very... It just it makes me want to stop watching videos. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm... Um, uh, uh, and, and, and so anything that has... Like, and so, like, you know, so same thing, though. Like, to be an actual Souls-like, you probably say there are, like, three or four elements. So if you have these, and so Dark Souls or Demon Souls, however, you know, whichever one you want to go by, was the, 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 the game that comes to mind that has those it's the game that kind of pioneered those things and mm-hmm. then this game has those things also then you would say oh this game you know I can call this game a souls like and it's the same thing with a uh, with a uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, with with rogue so like it, uh, basically the procedurally generated levels and the permadeath is roguelike but then people have said if you are able to if there are certain like permanent upgrades that you're able to get while playing, then that makes it rogue light, and they call it rogue light because it's easier. Like it's it's like the it's not the rogue experience; it's rogue light. Yeah, like in this game, <clears throat> this game is a good example of rogue light because permadeath is not a thing, right? That's not a concept. Uh, you can die and die and die, and it's fine. Okay, so um, see, see, I didn't even know that that was the the thing. Well, then, and well, so so permadeath is one of the is one of the requirements. Um, uh, uh, to even to even be honest, so that, that so that would then classify this as just a procedurally generated, or is it even procedurally generated? I don't even know that. <laughs> if you look at if you look it up though, um, mm-hmm. it, it, that that this is interesting. I didn't know what you just said, but that we must have transcended a little bit um, mm. for our title making purposes because you think about what is in my opinion the greatest roguelike game that's come out in a very long time which is Hades. Uh, Hades is a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. Not permadeath, definitely a roguelike. Okay. Uh, by, <clears throat> by, by given title. Okay, because the, 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 the only thing that I can find is both roguelike and roguelite um, uh uh, in order to officially be classified as that, permadeath must be a uh, a thing. Which I mean, obviously, I don't care about that. I I would say even without it, I would say it is. But because uh, oh, if and, and, if it's no, 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 no. I'm, with, I'm with you. I'm agreeing with you. What yeah. I'm saying is it's funny. It's like that no longer seems to be thing, anything that people care about because again, yeah. Hades is uh, again the greatest roguelike, and it's sold as a roguelike. Its description is a roguelike. Definitely mm-hmm. no permadeath. Yeah. Well, also we have plenty of games that are sold as souls likes that you know <laughs> that are not to have have nothing to have have no similarities but um but uh, we're digressing aren't yeah we? a little tiny bit but that's 
you know, I mean, we we've gone farther without than we normally have. Uh, you know, five mm-hmm. minutes. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So this is. I don't think there's any way to make. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I don't think th- there's a right way to make a Lovecraft game when it comes to the <clears throat> style of game, because yeah. for me, what makes a Lovecraft game a Lovecraft game is you have to find the right elements to give to to kind of give the feeling of Lovecraftian horror, which I mean is that the slowly creeping existential dread, mm-hmm. um, and and you you have to have that, and I don't necessarily think that it has to be. You know the actual, um, you know the outer gods or the great ones or any of this kind of nonsense. It have to be. It doesn't have to be one of the canon, the like original Lovecraft canon mm-hmm. uh, individuals to be a part of that. I don't really care too much as long as you can recreate that feeling. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll allow it. So so this is not the type of game I would have ever thought of as being a Lovecraftian game as far as the um, the genre. Mm-hmm. But they pull off that part of Lovecraftian horror very well, very very well. Um, you can find notes as you run across the game that um, kind of that, that will give you that kind of like slowly creep creeping build. The monsters that you enemies that you that you face at the beginning uh, aren't as creepy as the ones you'll get as you get further into your initial area. Um, they, so everything builds off each other in just the right way. By the time you're getting information about the old ones and everything, you're losing sanity, which you can replace with chocolate. Kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you, you have the sanity uh, factor of the game. Uh, you have the slow creeping horror. And it, it's I, I do think it's hard to do a dual stick shooter incorrectly as far as the action goes. It's very easy to program a, a dual stick shooter as far as like saying what should we do which oh you give them a weapon that <clears> fires things and then wherever you point the stick is where that fires congratulations you've pulled it off so that's not difficult okay what is difficult is to pull off the lovecraftian horror part that they that they've done because how i mean think of how many games or movies or shows or whatever that are supposed to be lovecraftian that just that just absolutely tank when it comes mm-hmm. to like trying to pull off the the actual horror part <clears throat> Now I, I I will say this: it's also actually incredibly difficult to make a good, uh, a a good twin stick shooter. Also, uh, there are lots of good ones, but because the um, uh, you have to really know what you. As, as, so as far as the programming of it goes, like you know, hey, you're you're gonna move here and do that. You know that yeah, that's very easy. But as far as like the the balance of the action goes, it's so easy when you're making those to just to make to just make a bullet hell. Yeah, there are no good bullet hells. Yeah, and that's what I was about to when <clears throat> you, I was about to say bullet hell when you said that because that I, I agree with what you're saying. What I mean, mm-hmm. all I meant by that was it's not hard to make a game uh, if you're a game developer. Don't get me wrong; I'm sure it's not easy. If you're a game developer, it's not hard to make a game. Go, I want to make them move with this stick, and then they will shoot with this stick. As long mm-hmm. as you don't flip and put the movement on the right side, you've got the mechanics down. <laughs> yeah. But they they took the storyline and they 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 did they did the right thing, mm-hmm. which is why it's much easier uh, when you're playing mouse and keyboard because there's there's no way to mess that up. You move with WASD and you um uh, click where you want to shoot. I won't lie to you. I did something that's it's, uh, genuinely stupid. <clears throat> I um, I believe you. You feel like I'm already all in. Um, so I bought Sean. I bought a copy for each of us on Steam for mm-hmm. a computer. Yeah. 
I then proceeded to spend nine more dollars to buy it for PlayStation so I could play it with the dual sticks because I do love dual stick shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love the gameplay, and I realized after just a few, um, <clears throat> after just like uh, just sitting at the keyboard for a second, going, "I'm not going to like this. I don't like playing dual st- uh, the the what is made as a dual stick to not like this." So I spent more money and actually played it on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Now, do do you know what um uh, uh do do you know what I would have recommended? Plugging my controller into the computer. Yes. No, I know. <laughs> it's also much easier for me to play a game uh, downstairs on my couch or my giant television. It makes me happy. Well, there you have it. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, yeah. Um. Uh, and so I, I, I think that you, you don't really have to capture necessarily in order for it to be a good Lovecraft experience. You don't necessarily have to capture the the creeping dread. Of of Lovecraft, and the reason why I say that is because there's a um, uh, uh, the horror of Lovecraft, and so you don't think of it necessarily as the horror of Lovecraft because it's been done for so many things after that. But it's um, uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, yes. Uh, thought I had a head on my mouth. Oh, delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but he, um, uh, he legitimately was the first kind of big author to do this. Um, uh, and so you, you, you didn't expect that, um, uh, from people, <coughs> but he, uh, <coughs> uh, or, 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 or you expect him to have been the first when you're the, uh, uh, when you're j- just just looking ahead uh, or lo- looking back at all stuff throughout history, but that's because this is the thing that so many people have mimicked, uh, and I think it's because maybe they real maybe a they thought that the 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 creeping existential horror wasn't um uh, uh, wasn't going to be their style, or they couldn't pull it off, or maybe they didn't even like it. I don't know, um, uh, or it could have been that the uh, 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 that the, uh, oh, yeah, or, or, or it could have been, you know, they thought they, uh, that, you know, that's him and only he can do that and I can't, or I, I, I don't know what, what exactly it was, why, why they did that, but there, there's a lot of Lovecraft aspects that you see in, in more modern science fiction and, uh, modern horror, and I say modern, I'll say post-Lovecraft, um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, because technically Lovecraft is modern, uh, but, um, uh, by definition, yeah. yeah, so post love, so I guess postmodern, haha, <laughs> no, um, uh, post, post Lovecraft, uh, stuff. Just take it back. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but even, uh, in, in the, uh, what, what, what you see from, from the other, uh, more modern science fiction and horror and stuff is Lovecraft's not the the creeping existential horror, but it's an extreme. So I don't mean this the way people mean it today, but the literal meaning of it, an extreme xenophobia. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so now, now that I'm going to, because a lot of people may only think of how people mean it today. Uh, so xenophobia means a fear of the strange, right? Um, uh, 
and so it's but it's extreme so that that is this thing is extremely strange otherworldly even uh, and so you're 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 so you're afraid of it. You've never seen this thing before. What is it? Oh, also it's evil, and so be afraid of it. Um, uh, and so that you see that a lot in in modern science fiction and in modern horror. And but Lovecraft was kind of the pioneer of that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <clears throat> and that's that's another reason why people thought that he was the modern definition of xenophobic <clears throat> was because he was the. Uh, it was, it was because his stories involved that and uh, whatever. That's bullcrap. But um, uh, uh, <clears throat> but they um, uh, and so I think you could also make do that and make it a good Lovecraft game. Now you could make it anything really <laughs> and do that uh, and, and w- with that. So it would have to follow like you know Lovecraft mythos. And uh, so, um, uh, so basically, that's all you technically need to make a Lovecraft game is follow the Lovecraft mythos, or you can call it Lovecraftian, and give that existential creeping horror that you'd expect from Lovecraft, and then you could call it. But then, um, uh, so you could say similar to Lovecraft's style, uh, without having any Lovecraft actual Lovecraft. But the the the, the two things. Uh, so if it falls Lovecraft mythos, then it, I would say it's technically a Lovecraft game, even if you don't pull off the horror well. But then there are two directions you could go with the horror. The first one is the creeping existential dread, and that's the classic thing that people think of with Lovecraft. And that's but that's that's because you know when you think of the classic Lovecraft books, um, uh, what is what are the characters going through? Uh, so you think of the color out of space, or the the Dunwich horror, or um, uh, Shadow over Innsmouth, uh, stuff like that. Those are those are the 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 books that are going to say, yeah, I can see. Or um, I guess also uh, Whisper in Darkness. Though those are the big ones that you really see. Like, oh yeah, these people are you know they have this creeping horror that's that's going to happen. <clears throat> but then um, uh, but then you also have an element from uh, from a lot of love really good Lovecraft stories. That there is no indication of horror, or that is of what the horror is. Like you see something and it scares you, um, uh, but no one has any. The reader does, and so the reader still has the creeping existential horror. But if you're playing a game, you kind of would, you know, expect the game character to be going through what the book characters are going through in a way. Um, uh, and the the so the characters do not experience the horror until they experience it. Uh, the so uh, I like uh, at the mountains of madness uh, is a good example of that. Uh, mm. the, they say, "Oh, hey, here's this dead body. That's cool. Let's experiment on it." Oh, everyone's gone. Well, that's weird. It must have been. Uh, uh, oh, it's the wind. <laughs> yeah, must or, or uh, who who was the the guy that disappeared? It must have been him. You know, <laughs> dance forth. What Dan- are you doing, dance forth? Yes, um, uh, I've forgotten the guy's name. <clears throat> yeah, and so they're like, oh, let's 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 go find Danforth and see what he's up to. Like, let's go find out why he did this. And oh crap, it's it's uh oh 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 we know we we know the the old ones are here now. Okay, that that's no good. Okay, let's get out of here. Let's run away. And then all of a sudden. They're like, so like, they don't even realize they're running away from a Shoggoth. I hope you've already, you guys have already read the Mountains of Madness. They don't even realize they're running away from a Shoggoth until they look back and see it. <laughs> yeah, and also, you, you know. guys have had almost a hundred years to read the book, so we can spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> and so, and, and so that, um, uh, that immediate, um, uh, 
so to 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 get across that it's not a creeping horror, but then that immediate crippling xenophobia as soon as you witness it is also, I think, a fair horror that you could put for a Lovecraft game. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm about to say everything that you said, but much shorter mm-hmm. because there was something I wanted to say about about trying to tie it back into the game. Um, that wasn't a dig; it was just what I was thinking just now. <laughs> but it can be if you want it to be. Oh no! Uh, um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll allow it. Um. So it's very hard to make a a game that is a lo- a, a real. Lovecraft game that captures all of the Lovecraftian elements because of some of the stuff that you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's because yes, all those things. The um, traditional xenophobia. No, it's not that you hate people from another country. That's that's a very narrow and ridiculous interpretation of the word. Shut up. It's not what it means. It can mean that. It's not what it is. Shut up. It, you you have to have. I don't think you have to be Lovecraft with monsters. I'll allow mm-hmm. it to not be Lovecraft with monsters. As we said, we said that earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm okay if it's not that. I need there to be for me to really accept that as that. It, it really needs to be um, those horrific elements. There's someone made like a um, just like a fighter game where you play as different old ones. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But like. Even though you're playing, you're literally fighting, Neurolophotep is fighting Cthulhu, and I will still say this is not a Lovecraft game. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, that's a game that actually exists, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. For th- th- What I really like in these types of games, you have to nail down one of two things. You either have to really make it feel like one of these stories would, where you're like, where you're where you're slowly getting into this thing that you're you start off the your your character starts off op- somewhat optimistic maybe and, and and then not really knowing what's going on and then slowly descending further and further down into the madness and the horror. This game's a little bit strange because it definitely feels um, games where you have this much power, right? You'll walk into like this game untold. You mm-hmm. you'll, you'll walk into areas with lots of monsters. Mm-hmm. You have no doubt that you can kill all of them. And I'd be like, wow, that was difficult, but there's never mm-hmm. a spot where you're like, I'm not going to pull this off. Mm-hmm. That makes it difficult. That, that takes away from one aspect. So they do a really good job of incorporating all of the Lovecraftian stuff, the, the mythos stuff. They do a good job of incorporating all of that. So it's still a Lovecraftian game, in my opinion, but they take all of that kind of dread out of it. <coughs> um, so this is the reason why the best Lovecraft game, Whisper in, darkness. in my opinion... That's that's not a game. That's a that's a that's a book. Oh no! Uh, well, I, I I oh so on my end, you hadn't finished saying saying that yet. So you said the best Lovecraft, and then I said Whisper in Darkness. <laughs> it's you're you're very wrong. Well, um, th- that's not also not what I was trying to say. I'm just saying that's as far as you got in your sentence. I was uh, comparing what your um uh, your your semi optimism um uh, <clears throat> uh to Whisper in Darkness because that's the way um uh, Akeley was for like 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 even like up until like the the very end he's like yeah i got my dogs i got my gun they keep coming up but i don't care i'm gonna shoot them well, yeah, yeah but you still are going to keep hitting a wall like you have yeah. a harder and harder wall the entire time uh-huh. so, I mean, they, yes yes look start, start off with the optimism but this entire yeah. game is optimistic you mm-hmm. actually win mm-hmm. <clears throat> you win mm-hmm. congratulations you beat the game you killed a bunch of old ones or defeated a bunch of old ones 
Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. Which usually Lovecraft games uh, end by uh, you. Usually you don't win. Usually at the end of it, you just the 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 victory means you didn't lose. Yeah, yeah. The victory is like you like you have very few people who walk away um, mostly okay. Um, Call of Cthulhu is a good example. Uh, you have someone who technically has an ambiguous ending that isn't positive, but he's very much alive and mm -hmm. like not about to die. Mm -hmm. um, so like most of them don't end that way. Some people go commit suicide literally at the ending of the book. Mm -hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. Or they go completely insane via uh, uh, <clears throat> Finn's mouth. Um, like there, there's all kinds of different ways you can reach oh, an ending. Oh, ends, ends with had a happy is, ending. It did have a happy ending. It was ending. I will not kill myself. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to go become a, uh, a fish. Um, <laughs> so with games like this, that takes away from that aspect. So the only way, in my opinion, you mm -hmm. can make a true Lovecraftian game is via like um, uh, the Sinking City and the Call of Cthulhu game. D detective games. Mm -hmm. The worst types of video games that exist. Mm -hmm. So that's the problem. The worst type of video game genre that exists in my opinion, and good lord, it has to be a good chunk of people. It's a terrible genre. Um, that's the only way to pull it off. You're not armed heavily. You're not going to be doing a bunch of combat where you're just kicking butt all the time. You're not overpowered. <laughs> you have to think your way out of this. Mm -hmm. That's like, Those are the true Lovecraftian, which is why The Sinking City is the greatest Lovecraftian video game. And it's a trash genre. <coughs> um, but th this, this game does a good job. It makes you feel Lovecraftian. But it is a it's a twin sh it's a twin shooter. I mean, like you're still it, yeah. it doesn't you don't feel helpless. You've got multiple guns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So also, I'm, I'm gonna say this too. I thought um uh, this, so there was a game that this game with uh, mythos uh, or different mythos. It has its own mythos, but this game with with the the Cthulhu mythos. Uh, would have been w at that point would have been the ultimate Lovecraft game, um, uh, and I don't know why it didn't. Yeah, I I I don't know why it didn't. Um, uh, it it wasn't made that way, or or, or no no no. I I mean I I also I don't know what I, what that sentence was supposed to have meant. But if this game had a different mythos and it was a Cthulhu mythos, it would have been the ultimate perfect Lovecraft game. And um, uh, it's a game that I thought you liked, uh, and so I, I I'm 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 confused why why we didn't bring this up. But what about Outlast? See, I thought you were a huge Outlast fan, and it, it, Outlast it and it perfectly encompasses the spirit of the that Lovecraftian horror. It's just not Lovecraft. It's, it's it's a whole different whole different mythology. Yeah. So mm -hmm. so two things to point out about Outlast. <clears throat> mm -hmm. um, one, yes, it's its own standalone thing. It mm -hmm. has all the same thing. It has all the same uh, concepts of mm -hmm. a Lovecraft game. Also, mm -hmm. uh, essentially, a detective game. Yeah, mm, yeah, but so you said it was the worst genre of game, so I was saying, yeah, but you know, look at games like Outlast. Like some games pulled off really well, and it's and they become good games. Hmm. <clears throat> That's what I was saying. Because you said you you you, you said you, you you know admitted to liking Outlast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like Outlast a lot, but it's definitely yeah. not. It's I would never call. It's not. Um, mm -hmm. I would never give the title of best Lovecraft game to a game that is not Lovecraftian. Mythos in nature. When there when there are games out there that oh. like rely solely on the Lovecraft. Yeah, mythos. and and that's why I said it could have been. 
if, if like if someone made Outlast but made it with Lovecraft Mythos, it would then be the best Lovecraft game. Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's 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 at least pretend like we're going to talk more about this game. Let's see. Okay, um, I like that it has shotguns. Okay. <laughs> yeah, especially so when you start off, you're you end up with four playable characters if you if you beat the entire game. Mm-hmm. I believe it's four. I didn't play as all of them. Um, your starting <clears throat> character is the detective, mm-hmm. and then with, you unlock. Memory serves. Yeah, and then you unlock the doctor or the 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 scientist. Mad scientist, whatever yeah. you want to call him. Uh, you, uh, the the chemist. Um, the uh, chemist. And you unlock him, and then I think who's it that you get after that? The witch. I've not played as the the witch. the witch, but apparently, if you play as the witch, all those random bones that you pick up, she can throw them as grenades. Yeah, yeah, I've I've seen. I did watch. Um, I did do a little bit of my due diligence and and uh, at least watch playthroughs um, of each one. So technically, if you watch them in order, it would be the detective. And by the way, there's uh, there's actually five characters. I was wrong. I'm double checking okay. my stuff here. Mm-hmm. You would you go detective, uh, chemist, whatever, witch, mm-hmm. thief, and then ghoul. Oh, you play yes. as a ghoul. That's interesting. Thief then ghoul, and then the. The thief, I believe, is like the femme fatale kind of character, mm-hmm. uh, which the witch kind of is, but mm-hmm. not quite. Um, but yeah, so you go through, and you're really going through a lot of the same stuff, which whatever, who cares? Um, <clears throat> but you do get to. Did you get to? I'm assuming if you played through it with the detective, at least you probably got to 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 take on at least one old one. Um, <clears throat> trying to remember, I had a ball. I I've, I've only had. Uh, one or two boss fights. I had a random mini boss encounter at one point. Someone, the, the there, there was an item that said "do something," and then I did the thing, and all of a sudden it flashed, and a mini boss popped in the arena with me, and it was spoopy. Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of mini bosses. I mean, quite yeah. a few. But because I mean, again, the style of game does this a lot. Yeah, I've, I've I've only had one health bar enemy, but I don't remember who it was. I I, I believe it. I remember it being Mythosy, but I can't think. Of, I can't remember. <clears throat> um, uh, I I can't remember. So, oh yeah, I know I know what this thing is. Oh, it was a uh, star spawn. A star spawn. A star spawn. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Those, yeah. Those, those mm-hmm. exist. Um, yeah. There's there's a bunch of of enemies that are what you'd call mini bosses. They're not difficult necessarily to mm-hmm. to take out. Um, but you do get to, uh, if you go far enough, you will get to actually fight named uh, old ones. I think Dagon is the first one that you actually have access to fight, which mm. I got to do as the uh, as the detective, which is nice because that's the best character. Uh, Follow-up to best character is uh, the thief, lots of slashing, so it's more of a melee build, uh, but still really fun. Um yeah, you, you, you do get to take on old ones, you get to defeat them. That's the reason why it's kind of strange, mm-hmm. because technically speaking, um, if you're going for full for full Lovecraftian, you wouldn't have the ability to win-win, and this game does feel like you win-win, mm-hmm. which is odd. Uh, but again, that's, it's hard, because <clears throat> it's a video game, that's what makes it difficult, um, is you, you don't think of playing video games and then having it end where you lose, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's not... That's not a normal or common thing. It's not something you're <coughs> shooting for. So it makes it difficult to pull off the Lovecraftian games, which the the um, um, 
the uh, detective style games, you can actually get to an ending and it be a bad ending and you're still just like, oh no, that was okay. Like there was never a point where I was being overtly optimistic about how powerful I am because you're walking around hiding because of how powerful you're not. So like the <coughs> endings seem more Lovecraftian and these endings, <coughs> most endings most of your games have to feel more neat and tidy. Mm -hmm. That's where it, uh, that's where it gets kind of ambiguous. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else about the game in specific is worth mentioning without like trying to spoil any of it because obviously that's not the point. Um, I, I do I, I do think it's 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 well done for what it is. I know you and I had this conversation when after we first started playing it. Um, mm -hmm. It's this particular style of game is not. It's not my favorite. I like I like this <coughs> relatively well, but it's not something I would I would reach for all the time unless it had a really cool concept like this one. Mm -hmm. I do enjoy them, um, but again, like the beggar, the better beggar, the better roguelikes are are more like Hades, which is is a little bit more you know, multi-styled instead of just like here's a gun and here's two sticks and go have fun because the you know like you think about the ones that came out at the beginning of the uh, PS3 era were just essentially bullet hells. So mm -hmm. this is this is the best version of this style of game. It's yeah, something I play all the time. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm also going to put this out too. In my opinion, the best roguelikes aren't even twin stick. That's fair. Yeah. The the because the the best roguelike game ever made. Uh, at least of all the not, I I guess I haven't played all of them. The best roguelike game of all the ones that I've played was. Uh, Dead Cells. I don't remember Dead Cells. Mm -hmm. Dead Cells is it's 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 really good. It's um uh, uh it's a two D uh platformer, but since it has the uh, it has all the other roguelike elements to it, um uh, and so it's, since you know because all all you need to be a roguelike uh, is permadeath and procedurally generated maps for the most part and then there are a few other potential things that are good to have but as long as you have those things you're a roguelike and this was actually the first th th this was the first like big huge uh game that everyone said was was, was a roguelike well oh, i say that the first one that people said that and they were wrong because it didn't have any of that stuff was um uh uh, was uh, uh, oh, what's that game called where you play as like an insect and you have a needle as a weapon and it's really fun. Um, an insect with a needle as a weapon. Yeah, and all your enemies are insecty or beetles in some way or other. Uh, oh man, people are gonna get mad at me for forgetting what this game is called, but it's 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 a really good game. I just can't think of the name of it. <clears throat> it's um. Uh, people have been going nuts ever since its release over its soundtrack because it has a really good soundtrack. It's a, a Japanese piano player composed the uh, composed all the music for it. Uh, and are you, are you doing that thing where you describe it very very poorly and you're just saying oh insect with a needle and now I just thought what you're talking about because of how vague you're being. Well, like your weapon is actually called a needle, Hollow Knight. You idiot! Yes, you're doing that thing where you describe. No, I'm not. Your weapon, your weapon is is literally called a needle in the game. It's called a needle, no, and everyone no. is called like grasshopper and beetle and like the. It's literally insects in the game. 
but that's the you but I'm just saying that's the thing you do like uh, you're a needle you're an insect with a needle and there's so many other ways to describe hollow knight that makes so much more sense than an insect with a needle stabbing insect the, there, there, there were no other ways to describe it without getting to what I was going to say uh, how about how about the side scrolling uh, souls like game that everyone freaked out about for a decade exactly and that that's getting to what I was that getting to what I was going to say, um, uh, because people have classified it as a souls like and a souls light, which souls light isn't a thing, and they've also classified it as a roguelike and a roguelite, and roguelite shouldn't be a thing, but um, uh, uh, but the actual classification of Hollow Knight is it, it has the, it has the same classification as um uh, blasphemous, which is it is a Metroidvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> that's, that's what I was. That's what I was getting at. Blasphemous mm-hmm. is pretty great. Blasphemous is, Blasphemous is the best Metroidvania game, including the Metroid and Castlevania games. <laughs> In- including the actual ones. <laughs> but yeah, that's um. Yeah, I have no idea what else to what else to say. Yeah, I think we pretty much covered. I mean, we did what well, we didn't because we never actually cover the games when we talk about the games. That would be too. <laughs> why, would be too uh, why, why would we do that? They would. They expect that to happen. Mm-hmm. They're expecting guys in army outfits. <laughs> <laughs> no one expects the Spanish Inquisition. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, so it's 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 a game that's worth playing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you uh, if you like. Um, <clears throat> If if you I almost said souls like games. If you like Lovecraftian kind of games, it, it's really worth it for the way they do the lore. Uh, it's really well done in that aspect. I think it's <coughs> mechanically sound as that roguelike sort of genre. Um, yeah, it's worth it's worth playing. It's yeah. just um, it's a fun it's game. Just, it wouldn't be everyone's kind of game because I know I, I know a lot of people who just won't play, and, I, and I'm one of these people for the most part. I, I won't I won't pretend like I'm not. Um, most people. Uh, don't like to just jump in and play like, oh, why is this game? Why would you make a game that is, looks like a 1632-whatever-bit game when you can play these, you know, modern AAA titles? Um, you, you might be turned off by the, the graphics if you if you weren't, like, didn't grow up playing games that look like this. You have no nostalgia factor. Uh, but it's it's got a lot of really good mechanics. It, it's it's easy to pl- it's easy to learn how to play very quickly, and the way that they introduce the more complicated stuff is nice and evenly paced, so where you, it doesn't feel like you're being just kind of overwhelmed with with all the um, the little mini we'll call it mini mechanics of the game. Mm-hmm. And for the price, I mean, like it's on sale on Steam all the time. Like when I bought it, it wasn't the only time. It was three dollars, and it was three dollars. So I mean, it, it, for three bucks, let me go. But you'll spend hours on a game you paid three dollars for. That's that's a that's a win win. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's a it's a, it, it's a fun game. Um, uh, now I need to let you guys know this. Uh, there will be this may or may not disrupt your service. I'll have to see how um uh, uh how our log of episodes looks and and everything. But just so you know, uh, October the 29th uh, is a Saturday, and we record on Saturdays. Uh, and there will be no, uh, we will not be recording uh, a, tr- a typical podcast episode. We may have a, a YouTube video uh, made on that day, but we mm-hmm. will not have your typical podcast episodes 
uh, being recorded on October the 29th because um, uh, we will be spending that entire day playing Modern Warfare 2. Yes, there's, mm-hmm. uh, I know it's very um, normy to mm-hmm. get into get really into a new Call of Duty release, but that's kind of been we kind mm-hmm. of grew up in the era that FPSs were really taking shape because um, we started when we were starting to play games, the FPS genre was being invented, mm-hmm. and 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 we just have to kind of like embrace the norminess of being like Call of Duty is still one of the greatest running FPSs and it's going to come out and we're going to play the crap out of it and we're going to enjoy ourselves. Indeedy. Hmm. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm.